Hey homies, it's Teddy, and welcome to Storytime, the modern storytelling podcast. In this podcast, we'll have everything from your favorite genre to your least favorite, and that stuff right in the middle. For more information, check out my TikTok at Storytime, exactly how it's spelled in the title of my podcast. Um, today's episode is episode one of Karma. Now, karma is my favorite genre to tell stories of. It's just, it's just shows you not to mess with people because they will get you back. So please enjoy the episode and I'll see y'all next time. Neighbors steal our dog. We take their kids. This happened when I was around 12 or 13 years old, so the details might be a little skewed. Most of my childhood, the house to the right of ours had been condemned and abandoned. The property owners were willing to sell the land for $200. That's how bad it was. My family didn't buy it because the land tax in our area is high and we are, we are a school of choice. Eventually someone bought it and threw a manufactured home on it to replace the condemned home. Soon, a nice old man moved in next door. We didn't pay any close attention because he kept to himself, and that was until his daughter moved in with him. Soon, our quiet little neighborhood turned into an episode of white trash and trouble. The daughter would fight with her spouse about every little thing and keep my family, along with our neighbors, up half the night. Their kids were the worst part of it all. We never knew how many kids lived in the house because so many different children and adults were always in and out of there. Me and my siblings tried to become friends with them because there are not too many kids our age in the neighborhood or the town to be the to matter of fact. We ended up being more of their babysitters like just, than just a friendly neighbor kid. They would come over to our house and each of my siblings had a group of three to four kids to watch over. These kids would walk in uninvited into our house while we would play with their sibling in the yard and steal toys and games from our rooms. Honestly, they stole stuff from all over, the, all over our house, but this was the main areas. They'd either take it for themselves or throw it in the back backyard river. They did that a lot if we made them mad for taking for taking back our stuff. They would constantly run in and out of our house. <clears throat> Even if no one was with them. They would steal all the fruit in my basket my mom left out for us. My mom didn't kick them out immediately because she never wanted to deny a kid food if they did if they needed it. My mom confronted the parents about their behavior, and their three, three-year-old son called her a, a female dog. The parents refused to apologize for the behavior, saying stuff like, You loved it so much, why didn't you let them take it? Or, Don't parent my kid. <laughs> One thing they would spe- specifically do with me is they pulled my hair all the time. I'm a tomboy. And they would just call me a boy in a wig because girls can't play with skateboards or girls can't play with ninja action figures or any other gendered stereotype like that. They would constantly bombard me because they truly didn't know girls were allowed to play with anything they wanted. One of their heavier children stole my skateboard and jumped on it, breaking it in half. Dang. Similar to that so no herd vine or so no head vine, my bad. And they said I shouldn't have been playing with one anyways. There are plenty of more examples, but I think you get the point. 
The neighbors decided that because our house was nicer, they had permission to run an electrical line from our backyard plugs into their house, which in itself is a bad thing. But they decided to run off our electrical bill to triple the cost of our original. We were lower middle class, below poverty level. So we couldn't afford that kind of bill. The rule in our house is that you're not using it, it's turned off. That's why my parents are awfully surprised to see an $800 electrical bill. Eventually, a person from our electric company came to our house to see what's happening. They found an extension cord running to their house. Electricians simply unplugged it. They, They warned the neighbors of the legal reasons they can't do that and then said that it should be the end of the problem. My mom politely but sternly went to the neighbor's house and said that this was not okay. The neighbor had a small adult tantrum and about it and cussed my mom out. But eventually they would eventually come back into her home. My mom was obviously not pleased with their behavior and tried to escalate and tried not to escalate the situation any further. Our neighbor tried one or two more times to run run the line from our house to theirs. They would move it at night so we wouldn't see them move it. And each time when we unplugged it, they would cuss us out and send their kids over to destroy something else in our home. Eventually, my mom just straight up told them if they come up to our property again, she would call the police and press charges for trespassing. We could still be friends with their kids, but they were not allowed on our land. They decided because we wouldn't let them use our electricity, the next best option was to steal our dog from the backyard and claim the dog attacked her kids. Even though our dog was harmless and cowers at everything due to bad owners before us. Sounds like my puppy. I'm guessing because our dog liked to rip tags off a lot and the neighbors said she was a stray that attacked them. The pound came and took our puppa, puppa away, but the time my, brother, my brothers and I got home, she was already gone. We just assumed she ran off to her grandmother's who lived down the street. She would do this often because my grandmother spoils her. <laughs> when my parents came home, they... They about lost it, learning our dog was missing. We ob- we obviously looked obviously looked for the looked for her but couldn't find her. After two days we found her at the dog pound. The officer said it was obvious that the dog didn't hurt their kids, but they still had to take her in for eva- evacuation evaluation. My parents had spent two hundred dollars to get her out. The pound told us why the dog was taken, and my mom had enough of that family. Now to the revenge. When my mom got home, she sent me and my little she sent my little brother over to their house to play in quotation marks with their kids. He was still friends with some of them at the time. My brother came a little spy that day. His job was to look around their house or report anything that could be suspicious. We learned from him that they were sitting they were sitting three kids to a twin bed. The entire house was cramped and dirty. The old man that lived there was hardly home because he couldn't stand his adult daughter that lived there. But he did not want to evict her from the home and leave his grandkids homeless. All around the kids were all around the kids were being neglected. With the information my brother gathered, my mom called CPS or Child Protective Services on the home. Within the month, all the children minus one who the old man cared for removed from the home. I agree that the foster system is pretty bad, but it was definitely better than what they were going to going through at that house. The mother, the mother of the children started to fight with the old man that old man her father on everything because her kids were no longer there as a distraction the old man was to be her next victim the old man eventually was fed up with her and kicked her out of the home 
and that was and all was left was in in the home was the old man and the grandson he was fostering and both are very kind and amazing neighbors tldr character guard dog so we took her kids oh love to hear it oh we got an edit um reading some comments here here's some clarification i'm not sure the exact time frame this happened around seven ish years ago i was still fairly young at the time but i believe this event lasted for more no more than three to four weeks we live in a really safe neighborhood so the thought about locking the doors in the daytime wasn't on our mind mostly either because me or one of my siblings were constantly in and out of the house and our parents didn't trust us to lose the keys every stuck outside in the winter time by breaking in i meant they would go into our house while we played in the yard there were still there were so many of them that we didn't notice one or two went missing for a short while they were still allowed allowed at my parents house after them stealing our stuff because our kids because we wanted to still be friends with them there are not a lot of younger kids in our area so we took what we could get we were friends so to speak with them but didn't want to lose any friendship the kids were banned from our house after a week or so but once they did they would still come in if they were hanging out with us I asked my mom and she said she didn't call the police because she was friends with our neighbor old man and didn't want to cause any tension with him that if the daughter was a permanent neighbor we didn't want her to her to me mad her to be mad at us for calling the police i hope that clears it up a bit dang sorry it's there's some some scratchy words in here i actually said the wrong thing about the dog she was impounded so we had to pay 200 dollars to get her out we had we had her tags they just they just weren't on her we didn't have to re-adopt her like how i remembered fix up the story a bit to make some things clear i talked to my mom and got some more to add to the story so i fixed it a bit up on r slash read r slash read my og story which omg thank you for and i got on reddit by the way r slash he's an amazing podcast i really recommend you check him out so if you want to see how i originally wrote i feel free to check out this one and down in the comment series monkey says don't have people pets that's this is a good one man <laughs> we learned nothing from john wick dude Whew. that is a good revenge story that took me about nine minutes to read dude that was a pretty long one let's let's get another one here Here we go. Accuse me of stealing, you will lose everything. First post, so be kind. Well, I, I promise I'll be kind. This happened way back in the dark ages, 1986. <laughs> I was 21 at the time and working for a gas station that was associated with a certain grocery store chain in Washington State. It was owned by a company not affiliated with the said with the said chain, but had locations at nearly every one. This was long before the days of debit cards, and this was a cash-only gas station. We didn't even take credit cards. Customers would pull up, pump their gas, and come into my window to pay. We also sold cigarettes, no drinks, no snacks. Customers couldn't even get into my booth. I had been working there for about a year now. When the company announced it was closing the location, my manager and I were offered positions at another location upstate, and we both accepted we moved our respective families and started our new jobs as hires. Ugh. 
this station was incredibly busy. We did we did more business in eight hours than my old location would do in a single week. This location had, also had a different setup. Here, where you pull in the gas station from a single entrance, pump your gas, and drive forward to the single exit where you where the pay here booth was located. Was located. There's always two cashiers on duty. Each cashier had a cash drawer. And one thing I should note is there was also no computer. So closing the drawer down between shifts was timing consuming, time consuming and tedious. I hate those things. We had to manually count the cigarettes remaining and count the cash drawers. We fill out at the end of shift report listing and these starting balances at the end of the day. <clears throat> we also had to list the gallons sold from each pump at the end of the shift total gallons sold and the total cigarettes sold should equal the cash balance it is important to note here that once not once in the year i had worked for a previous location that i've been off more than 10 cents the following morning after my first shift i was informed by the manager that i was short 50 dollars impossible i said i balanced it out yesterday he said I must have stolen the money after I had completed my paperwork. I just looked at him and said, no, no, I didn't. And he gave me a verbal warning and said if it happened again, I'd be fired. Stolen money would be deducted from my paycheck this week. In the five days that followed, I realized quickly the manager was up to something. My old manager, who was just another worker now, was also accused of stealing. As one, as an, one other new employee, I can't vouch for the other employee but i'm pretty sure she did nothing wrong the employees that had been there a while never accused me of anything and i did some checking and found out this manager was relatively new and had only been there for about six months and the other cashiers had had been here before him only new cashiers were being accused of stealing and that location always had a stealing problem for about six months and turnover was high with the new employees i came to work at 6 a.m on monday to be told only to be told i was being fired for cause I, the manager accused me of taking $500 out of my drawer the previous Friday. He said he only discovered it this morning, even though he worked Saturday and Sunday. I said, okay, and left. I was pretty angry. Instead of going home, I parked in the grocery store parking lot and proceeded to settle in to watch the gas station to my manager closely. I knew that at 9 a.m. sharp, he would take the cash in the safe and make the weekend deposit. At 9 a.m., he left the gas station headed to the bank. But instead of walking into the bank, he walked into the Indian casino next door. It's not really like a casino we think of today, and we're like a betting parlor for the races. It didn't have slot machines, but no card tables. I think, well, this is interesting. He comes to the casino, comes out of the casino at exactly 10 a.m., walks next door to the bank, does his business, and then heads back to the gas station. I head home with a plan. Every morning, I follow him from the gas station to the casino. I take a picture of him leaving and one of him arriving at the bank and walking into the casino. I take pictures of him coming out and then heading to the bank. I did this for five days straight. He even went on a Saturday. On day three, my old manager was fired for stealing $150. I get the film developed, no digital camera in the dark ages. Note, by the, note the times and dates on the back of the, each one. I call Then I call the main office of the gas company. It's, it's after five, but I'm hoping someone is there. And there is. I speak to a woman, explain my situation, and she knows exactly who I should speak to and transfers me. By some grace of God, she has transferred me to none other than the president and CEO of the company. I tell him my story. 
and tell him I did not steal from his company and I could prove who actually did. He, he took my information and said he would be in touch. I think to myself, yeah, right. The next morning, I went to the station for my usual observation, observation of the manager. At 9 a.m., he leaves for the bank. At 10 a.m., he comes out. At that moment, two stern-looking gentlemen approach him. One pulls out his wallet and shows him something, and the other is talking. The manager goes pale and takes a step back. Now, the next thing I know, he's being escorted into a car I hadn't, no- car I hadn't noticed, and they drive off. I lose them in traffic signal. I lose them in traffic, so I heard. So I head back to the station. Sorry, the words are getting a bit tricky. They all show about back up about five minutes later, and a few minutes after that, a police cruiser pulls in. The officer talks to the stern gentleman, proceeds to place the manager in handcuffs. He, the other man says nothing, but is glaring daggers at the manager. The president called me later that afternoon and informed me that the manager had been arrested for embezzlement. Turns out. In six months, he managed to steal about $5,000. He would take the store cash into the casino and gamble it. If he won, he'd make the normal bank deposit. If he lost, he'd make a deposit and know his records. That had been short the previous day. The CEO had already been focused on that location because of the stealing and high turnover rate, but my information helped them figure out what exactly had been going on. I was then and sent a substantial check as my reward. My old manager was offered the manager job and I was offered my old job back. I declined as I already found another job and liked it. I liked it more and it paid better. The gambling manager was sent to a one-year jail sentence in order to attend counseling for his gambling addiction. His wife divorced him, took their three children in California. His house was, his house was foreclosed and he ended up in a homeless shelter. Don't accuse OP of stealing they'll get revenge <clears throat> update thank you for the thank you for the likes and awards update 2 this is my first post and I really didn't expect all the words thank you well OP you deserve it because that was a amazing story wow well I get that signals the first the end of the first episode of story time I I don't know what to say it's, it's, it's it was really fun recording this and reading these karma stories and I hope to see y'all next time. And just remember, I put out new story time episodes every single day. So if you like this podcast, please consider following. And I'll see y'all in the next story time.